1: From the Southeast Conference to the Woodland. Here we go! From the North Shore to the Classic Eight. From the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes and everything in between. All of my damn nasty deeps. It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Now, here's Wisconsin Hall of Fame coach Ron Davies and WSSP's high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores. We're going to get you the most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. Joined by uh, National Hall of Fame coach. Coach, uh, you got a different pair of headsets on there. Yeah,
2: and it's not working too well, this one headset. (laughs) Hey,
1: Hey, Ryan, would uh, would you come over and grab Ron a different set? That one's not working well at all. Hey, let me tell you the games we're going to be at, and if you're heading out to a game, you don't hear me talking about the game that uh, that you're going to, give Anthony a call, 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. These are the games we have covered. Brookfield Central at Marquette. Shore and Mesmer at Greenfield. Muskego at Waukesha South. Kenosha Indian Trail at Oak Creek. Waukesha North at Waukesha West. Living Word Lutheran at St. Francis, Kenosha Bradford at Franklin, Greendale at New Berlin West, Milwaukee Lutheran at Wisconsin Lutheran, Catholic Memorial at Kettle Moraine, Homestead at Nicolet, Shoreline Lutheran at Kenosha St. Joe's, and Pius at Pewaukee. All right, man, Ryan, Ryan, you look much better. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. Thank you, Anthony, Ryan, for... For getting our guy all lined up there. Hey, um, Menominee Falls High School. We're at Thursday Night Lights High School football game of the week. Uh, last night we we're at Sussex Hamilton. And first, before we get into that game, that that school, that atmosphere, uh, the facilities are just they really are second to none, Coach. They're beautiful out there. The the issue is when it rains all day and it's seventy five degrees and you're on a grass field and there's woods all around you.
2: Oh my goodness. Oh. I don't know what you're gonna say because it Co- happened uh, at Greendale when I was watching the J V game oh. last week.
1: Coach, and you know those mosquitoes, they call each other when they see oh, me. Boy. They're like, we got a smorgasbord over here, boys. Come on over. Because they they just they just kept coming. Yeah, it was unbelievable. The the people out at, at uh at Hamilton uh were great Andy Cerrone, their basketball coach, they're doing a fundraiser for the basketball team prior to the game. Um, invited me to come out, stop by. We took got Andy with our film, with our camera guy came and took some B roll, and we talked a little bit about their fundraiser. Um, head basketball coach at Wisconsin was there, Greg Gard, along with Joe Kravinoff, one of his assistants.
2: Now, was he just there to help, or is he, is he uh, recruiting somebody?
1: I said, Coach, you've come a long way to get a barbecue sandwich. And he kind of gave me a little wink and laughed, and we talked for a little while. The number one ranked sophomore in the country goes to Sussex Hamilton. Patrick. Patrick Baldwin. Baldwin. And he was there, and uh, his team was there, and they were, you know, grabbing cases of soda and water, and they were, you know, setting up tables, and and I had a little conversation with Coach Gard, and that was good. And Joe Krabbenoff, first time I've talked to him, huge fan of his. Watching him play basketball, I, I, I enjoyed watching him play. So we had a good time. Menominee Falls, I, I feel bad for them. You know, when the best player, some people say the best player in the state in Julius Davis, uh, and and rightfully so, he might be. He's a, a you know Division One Wisconsin recruit, uh, was on the sidelines again, and he's got a, a, a groin pull.
2: Do they have any idea? Because I noticed the announcers, uh, Terry Kelly had, had mentioned that they thought he might play last night, but then of course he didn't.
1: No, and I think, and I don't know. Talking with the head coach at uh, at the falls, he was being a little coy with me. I think, and and he said, "Look, we this is a game we got to win next week. Though is a non conference game, so I'm not going to play half these guys next week anyway. So I, you know, they, I think they 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 feel like they have they have uh, you know two weeks two weeks for uh, for 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 him to get healthy and. uh I I just felt bad. I felt bad for them. Can you can you help nope, him with we're this? We're fine. No, we're it's fine. it's not. Y'all set? All set. Headset, microphone.
2: You know, you get kind of old. You get a little <laughs> bit senile. Sometimes these things give you a little bit of problems. Sometimes, yeah, they fall down a little bit on me.
1: <laughs> yeah, they do. It's on all of us, Coach. Hey, let's. Uh, we got uh, Alex Zoli, He's at the Shirley Lutheran St. Joe's game. Hey, Alex, give us an update. Mac it's
3: seven nothing St. Joe's on their homecoming night. Second play of the game, Shoreland Lutheran fumbles at their own 10-yard line. And from there, it only took three plays for the Lancers. They scored on a six-yard touchdown run by running back Adam Antino. 7 nothing in what I learned is the lighthouse classic, this rivalry between Shoreland and St. Joe's. They're playing for the lighthouse trophy tonight. Shoreland is punting right now. St. Joe's getting the ball back. With, should be about a pretty good field position. So we'll see if they get another score here.
2: Alex, who is coaching now? Who's the head coach this week for Kenosha St. Joseph's? It is uh, Frank Matrice. It is Frank Matrice. That's my yep. understanding there. I,
1: uh, I'm sure that he said uh, say hi to both Ron and I, right?
3: Um, Something like that.
2: Well, if Ron, gonna, Frank maybe said, well, maybe we'll see him after the game. I hope we'll get a chance to talk to him.
1: Frank said, uh, I got a text from Alex. He said, uh, Frank, uh, Coach Matrice said please say hi to Ron Davies for me.
2: Okay, He's a wonderful young man, Frank. He coached for me back in the uh, late 19. 19- 80s and early 90s and then he took over that program and did a very very nice job
1: at tremper alex thank you very much uh 7 nothing, saint joe's over shoreline lutheran let's get to line two greg wanschneider's at the Pius p walkie game hey greg give us an update hey i've got i've got a 7-0 score
4: uh at the um 902 mark in the first quarter uh, Pewaukee just intercepted. Pius just got the ball back, but Pewaukee intercepted. Uh, 7 0 nine oh two left, uh, here in Pewaukee. Um, yeah, uh, this Pewaukee defense is, uh, really holding Pius so far.
1: Excellent. Greg, thank you very much. Keep, keep us up to date on that one. Let's get to line three, off the DL. This guy's—he uh, hasn't been with us the last couple weeks. He's been injured, but he's back. Uh, Ted Lang—he's at the Shorewood Mesmer Greendale game. It's Greenfield game. Ted, give us an update.
5: Yeah, thanks. It's, it's good to be back. It's good to be out here watching high school football. Hey, Ted. Um,
1: hey, Ted. You yeah. were one game away from setting the record. <laughs> yeah, that's what I hear.
5: It, it was nine years. I, I haven't missed a game in nine years. You know, yeah. So. Yeah, so I, I wanted that record bad. I was ready to crawl to a game. Well, you know, so take it away from Sparky.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, What's so cool? going on? She-
5: Out here at Greenfield, Mesper um, shorewood scores uh, on their first drive. Uh, one-yard touchdown plunge by quarterback Aaron Elmer's Puts them ahead 7-0. to zero. On a side note for Greenfield, they got some real bad news this week. Their all-star quarterback, Amaria Bartlett, uh, dislocated his kneecap, and uh, uh, may have a torn patella tendon. So, obviously, he's not playing tonight, and talked to Coach Ringelberg. That's like two-thirds of their offense.
2: Now that's like Julius Davis missing at uh, Menominee Falls. So true, and it's noticeable. It really is.
1: Ted, uh, welcome back. Thanks for uh, for calling in. Ted's brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Need to get those windows in before it gets cold? They've got a half-off pre-finishing on any window or patio door on qualified projects. Give them a call at 262-783-6600. Let's get to line four if we can. Mark Neeson, he's at the Muskego at Waukesha South game. Mark, give us an update.
5: I'm having a little trouble. I'm breaking up a little. Don't know why. Eight minutes left, quarter one, Muskego seven, Waukesha South zero. Waukesha South drove a little bit on the outside and then they snapped it over the head on the punter and it was an easy pass to from AJ Mackinnon to Steve Jamarowski for a twelve yard touchdown pass.
1: Mark, thank you very much. Mark brought to you by Lynch McGuanigo, Premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler, Dodge Jeep and Ram Dealer. Go to com. Line one, Tony Rush at the Homestead Nicolay game. Tony, give us an update. Hey Mike,
6: seven forty four left in the first. Homestead took the opening kickoff. Nicolay held him on a three and out. On the punt, uh Nicolay actually was uh Turned around, and the ball bounced up and hit off a Nicolet player. Homestead recovered it at the Nicolet 36-yard line. And six plays later, they uh, punched it in, Jared Schneider, from two yards out. So we sit 7-0 with 7:37, 37 and uh, Nicolet just fumbled on the first play but got it back, and it's second and 13.
1: Tony Resch brought you by Raising the Stakes Fundraising and Leadership Development, and very funny on Facebook. That's uh, Tony Resch. Tony, thank you very much. Let's get to line two if we can. John is at the Kenosha-Bradford-Franklin game. John, give us an update.
5: Well, Mike, so far the wind is winning down here. Bradford went to putt, and the putt went about five yards, got knocked down by the wind, so Franklin had a short field, capped off by Matt Devinger from nine yards out. We have Franklin, 7-0, seven 7.30 left in the first.
1: John Moore, thank you very much. John's brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores where Wisconsin saves on groceries coach it's uh, week 6 and you start looking at some of these conferences some some of these that game last night that we did very important in the playoff race and and that conference it's a tough conference and i i think this is the time when when coaches start to we we never look ahead but we work ahead right that's what coaches do so you start looking at your schedule saying look we we've got to get this one tonight we've got to get one more we've got to get two more you start looking at what they what you have to do to qualify to get in the playoffs. Do you feel like back in the day, coach, you coached any differently when it came to week six, week seven?
2: Uh I don't know if we I think a lot depended on the, the opponent and what the situation was as far as standings, but I don't think we really coached any any different necessarily. You know, we just tried to progress and get better each week and and uh, zero in on our upcoming opponent. Not be worrying too much about down the road what was going to happen.
1: Yeah, let's get to line one if we can. Greg Wanschneider is back. Uh, Pius at Pewaukee. Greg, give us an update.
4: Hey, we've got a thirteen nothing score. Like I, I just said to you, when thirteen uh, nothing, Pewaukee over uh, our um, yeah Pewaukee over Pius. Uh, Pius intercepted our in intercepted the the ball, and thirteen uh, nothing with still seven minutes left you guys in the first period um, last, last time oh and Pewaukee just got another turnover uh Milwaukee's turning the ball over a lot uh Mike I remember last time I was at a Pewaukee game uh, Clay Iverson was coaching and Clay is now a coach at Carroll University
1: Yep, you bet he is. He, uh, that's a good guy right there. And I think the high school, uh, I, out at McGuanico they've they they're doing really well. And and uh, they needed maybe a change. Maybe uh, Clay needed a change. And I hope he uh, he likes the uh, the college ranks. Greg, thank you very much. We got to get to two more before we get to a break. Mike Bush, he's at the uh, Indian Trail Oak Creek game. Bushy, what's going on? Yeah, there's three minutes
7: and twenty two seconds left to go in the first quarter. Uh, Oak Creek 3, Indian Trail 0. I'd love to tell you why. The wind is going to be a big factor down here. And Coach Parby, before the game from Oak Creek, I mentioned that as such. Uh, Oak Creek kicked off first. It was pretty cool. The crowd went nuts as the kicker put it right through the uprights and probably another 20 yards beyond the uprights. Uh, thinking they were ahead 3 to nothing. I'm not sure. Uh, so Indian Trail gets the ball, okay. And talking to Coach Hoffman from Indian Trail, he says discipline's going to play a factor tonight's game. Well, I think he's a, a little bit of a genius himself. Indian trails, very first play of the game, offsides. Second play of the game, went for maybe a little three-yard run. Third play of the game, Indian trails in the shotgun. The snap sails way over the quarterback's head. That's because of the wind. For- so now they're forced to punt. Well, that ball went straight up in the air and backwards down by the punter himself, okay? Okay. Uh, Indian trail defense did stop Oak Creek or held them to a field goal. Anyway, it was a 24 yard field goal. That probably would have been good from 80. (laughs) Wow. Uh, it's going to, yeah, it's, it's cold. And, um, it's going to be an interesting football game tonight. It should be a good one. I mean, neither team can afford a loss tonight. Um, as we all know, uh, the tough one last week, Oak Creek, to Franklin and, uh, Indian trails undefeated and, and tied for first place in conference. Uh, Somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose, and I think the win, here it comes again, might be a huge outcome.
1: Mike Bush, great update. Thank you very much. He's brought to you by Ideal Logos and Awards. Go see Smoking Hot Mary for your, all of your awards, promotions, and embroidery work. Let's get to line three. Before we get to a break, Jerry Vance, he's at the Living Word Lutheran at St. Francis game. Jerry, give us an update. Let's have-
8: Say, Mike, uh, we have St. Francis 7, Living Word 0 with 2.47 left in the first. Uh, St. Francis uh, converted on a fourth and seven on a nice uh, uh, pass for uh, seven yards. And then uh, that was capped off with a nine-yard run by Ismail Basardo. So that gets us to 7-0 with 2.47 left in the first.
1: Jerry, well done. Thank you very much. Guys, we got to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue to get you scores and updates from all the key high school football games in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
9: Sports Flash. Right. 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 <laughs> For the Masters East, no, I'm just kidding. It's time now for your Wendy's Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. I'm Anthony Mandela. Well, out so in Greenfield, Sherwood Mesmer leads the uh. Hustlin' Hawks 7-0. Oak Creek leads Kenosha Indian Trail 3-zip. St. Francis is 7-0 lead. Overliving Word Lutheran, Kenosha St. Sh- Joe's, they're up 7 to nothing as well against Shoreland Lutheran. Arrowhead has a lead against Oconomowoc 3-0. They're up on the road. Pewaukee leads Pius 13-zip. Homestead on top of Nicolet, 7-0 early. Wisconsin Lutheran also up 7-0. That's against Milwaukee Lutheran. Franklin, they're up 7-0 against Kenosha Bradford. And Muskego, they now lead 14-0 at Waukesha South. This scoreboard update is brought to you by Pellet Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Get your windows in before it gets cold. Go to pelletwi.com. And this has been your Wendy's Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. I'm Anthony Mandela, Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
1: Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside National Hall of Fame coach Ron Davies. Let's get right to it, Mark. uh, Let's go to line one. Mark Neeson. He is at the Muskego-Waukesha South game. And Mark is brought to you by Lynch McGowanago. They are the premier Wisconsin Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram dealer. Got a huge selection of new and used cars. Go to com. Mark, give us an update.
5: Three minutes left, quarter one, mosquito 14, Waukesha South zero. After a hunter Woller interception and a 40-yard return, John Reiske, 12 yards out, fullback, touchdown 14-0, guys. Hey, and by the way, Mike, there's no mosquitoes tonight. It's nice and windy.
1: Yeah, Mark. Well, you know what? Hey, it's it's nice and uh, warm here in the studio. No oh, wind either.
5: All we don't care. We love this.
1: Yeah, that's you. Keep telling yourself that. That's Mark <laughs> Neeson. Let's get line. Let's go to line two. Alex and Zola. Shoreland Lutheran at Kenosha St. Joe's. Alex, give us an update.
3: Max Shoreland Lutheran just made St. Joe's pay big time. Two touchdowns for Shoreland. St. Joe's fumbled a punt return, and shortland Lutheran took it over at the 40-yard line. From there, put together an eight-play, 60-yard drive, led by quarterback Noah Isles, who had 43 of the drive, 60 yards. Touchdown! went to Donville James, and it was 7-7. St. Joe's punts. Shoreline gets the ball back, and in two plays, moves the ball about 50 yards for another touchdown. They're up 13-7 with the extra point pending. one sixteen left in the first quarter.
1: Well, I will tell you what—that's uh, you know—you're supposed to win your homecoming game. You know, though, didn't you go to St. Joe's, Alex? I can't remember.
3: Uh, I might have mentioned that at some point. I don't know. I don't
1: know. Hey, hang in there, your boys will be just fine. It's uh, 13-7, possibly 14-7. Jordan Lutheran over St. Joe's. Alex is brought to you by Ballastri Brothers Pizza. They got a game day special: two, three-topping 16-inch pizzas. Two garlic breads and twenty wings, just forty nine ninety nine. Let's get the line at three if we can. Tyler Peters at the Greendale New Berlin West game. Tyler, give us an update.
5: Hey, Mike, we're at nine forty left in the first half, and finally we got a score. Greendale is now up seven to nothing over New Berlin West. It was a scoreless first quarter, a little bit of uh, back and forth. Both teams were able to get some amount of going on offense, but their defense. For both sides, has been very strong. But finally, Greendale was able to break through. Right on the first play in the second quarter, Paul Toads was finally able to break through on a 40-yard run. That was with 11.50 left in the second quarter. And now New Berlin West trying to get a response and trying to tie the game on their homecoming. They're now facing a third and long with 9.24 left in the first half. Once again, Greendale up 7 nothing over New, Ber- New Berlin West.
1: That's Tyler Peters. He's brought to you by Athletico Physical Therapy. You can call them today to schedule a free 30-minute injury assessment. They will schedule you always the same day or certainly within 48 hours. Go to athletico.com. Let's get to line four from can John Moore, he's at the Kenosha-Bradford-Franklin game. John, give us an update.
5: Well, Mike, more punting wolves for Bradford. The first one got knocked on by the wind. The second one got blocked. Recovered inside the 10-yard line. Four plays later, Ron Wilson goes in from two yards out. We have 14 nothing Franklin, and they're in the red zone again, Mike. This one could be over early.
2: Yeah. yeah, That wind is raising havoc at some of those games, isn't it?
5: Absolutely down here, Coach. It's pretty bad down here in the field, and it's enough two months in a row.
1: Hey, John, it's, really, it's not windy in the studio here at all.
5: I'll make no comment on that this time, Mike.
1: (laughs) That's John Moore. He is brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores where Wisconsin saves on groceries. Let's get to line one, Jerry Vance. He's at the Living Word Lutheran at St. Francis game. Jerry, give us an update. Uh,
8: Mike, I got uh, Living Word 7, St. Francis 7. On the third and seventh for St. Francis, threw a pass and Nate Bates, Picked it off a pick six, 70 yard touchdown to make it 7 7. On the ensuing kickoff, uh, the ball bounced off a Mariner uh, uh, player, and now just recently, uh, Living Word just scored on a two yard run. So now it is 13 7 with 10:39 in the
1: second. Well, i tell you, that's a little bit of a surprise. I, I thought it would be Lake Country Lutheran and St. Francis at the end of the year playing for that conference. And Living Word Lutheran is, is undefeated right now, Coach, and playing better than I thought. Yeah, and they play St.
2: Francis this week and then Lake Country Lutheran next week. So we'll find out just how good they are tonight and next week.
1: That's Jerry Vance. Jerry, thanks for the update. Jerry, brought to you by Boilermakers Local 107, building and rebuilding America for over 225 years. Check out their apprenticeship opportunities at boilermakers 107com dot com. Let's get to Rob Veit. He's at the Waukesha North, Waukesha West game. Hey, Rob, give us an update.
5: So fellas, it's thirteen zero Waukesha West over Waukesha North. First quarter, uh, fourth, first quarter just ended. The start of the second.
1: Hey, Rob, is the wind playing havoc on, on your game as well? Yeah, the Florida
5: boy in me is freezing, freezing. Yeah, it's really windy here. It's uh, no passing game really at all. Sam McCulloch, um, second carry of the game, took it 46 yards for a touchdown.
1: Rob, I, I thought you were tougher than that.
5: <laughs>
8: I don't know. Uh, I'm not looking forward to the winner.
1: <laughs> Man, you, you ain't seen nothing yet, Rob Vite. You ain't seen nothing yet. Let's get to line three. Jerry Boltman's at the Catholic Memorial Kettle Moraine game. Jerry, give us an update.
5: Uh, good evening, Mike and Coach. Uh, we are just starting the second quarter. Eleven minutes, four seconds remaining in the second quarter, and we have a score of zero to zero. Uh, both teams had opportunities. Uh, Marine's kicker, uh, Blake Wilcox, attempted with about three minutes left in the first quarter. He attempted a fifty-one yard field goal. The distance was plenty long, but he was wide to the right. Another series. The last series when Calabrian had the ball, there was a forty-eight yard pass keeping the ter- uh, to Captain Morrill's territory. And the next down, Captain fumbled the ball. Right now, Captain Moraine has the ball near midfield. No score. 10-48 uh, remaining in the second quarter. And Mike, the uh, wind is very, very strong out here, as it is over by Waukesha West. And I think uh, I drew a luck of the draw again tonight, Mike.
1: Yeah, I think so. You, uh, I gave you a choice and a couple, and you might have picked a better choice. That's Jerry Boltman. He's brought to you by Wendy's. Any youth player that goes into Wendy's in their uniform will receive a free small Frosty, up to 18 years of age. Let's get to line one before we get to a break. Nate George is at the Milwaukee Lutheran at Wisconsin Lutheran game. Nate, give us an update.
5: Mike, at the end of the first quarter, it's Wisconsin Lutheran 14, Milwaukee Lutheran zero. Um, two possessions for Wisconsin Lutheran, two touchdowns by Jacques Lockett. I tell you what, Wisconsin Lutheran's got a very good running game tonight. They have two seniors that are just all over the place, Jaden Sylvester and Jaquise Lockett. Uh, either one of these guys would be welcomed on any program in the area, and Wisconsin's
9: got two of them.
1: Well, I'll tell you, Milwaukee Lutheran, last week, Coach, we thought uh, we thought they were going to lose that game, and they put up 18 in the, in the fourth quarter.
2: Right they were down 46-32 to 32 in the fourth quarter with 11 minutes left, and they came back, correct? And,
1: and so uh, I, I will not count those boys out. Hey, I Mike, won't. real
5: quick, real quick, Mike. My wife's aunt Laurel is in from Seattle. Can you say hi to Laurel for me?
1: Yeah, put her on.
5: No, she's not here. She's at home listening, but ah, you to say hi to her.
1: What is Laurel's last name? Laurel Menard. Laurel Menard. Welcome to Wisconsin. You will uh, be a cheesehead head before you leave. So she's in our neighborhood, right?
5: Uh, yeah, they're over at my sister's house, not too far away. So hi, my still Allison as well.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Nate George, you, you did good, man. You won't You won't have to go camping anymore this year. No,
5: that's, that's brownie points right there, buddy.
1: That's it. Nate, thank you very much. Let's get to line two if we can, Ralph Ryder. We got two guys covering the Homestead Nicolay game, which is awesome. Ralph, give us an update.
5: Hey, with 11:47 left in the second quarter, it's Homestead 15, Nicolay 0. Um, just a little update here. Homestead's good. We all know that. Coach Keel has uh, another uh, playoff team this year. Um, but I was heard from uh, one of the guys from Homestead that Homestead has not punted all year this year. Um, the first series, Nicolay held them and they actually saw their punter come on the field. So um, a little stat there, um, but again, with 11-21 left in the second quarter, Homestead 15-Nicolay 0. That's
1: called the moral victory right there, Ralph. Absolutely. Hey, thank you for your help with our Johnsonville Broadstop this week.
5: Hey, yeah, I heard the cross country teams that come over and help you out tomorrow morning. Yep. I might fly by after I play nine holes of golf and have a broad.
1: You know what? Uh, do that. It's uh, We're we're at East Silver Spring uh pick and save in Glendale, raising money for the Nicolay uh cross country team and, and uh Ralph Reinhart was a big uh big help in in setting that up. So Ralph, thank you very much and man, congratulations on having homestead punt. Sounds great. You bet <laughs> Ralph, thanks. Let's get to line three. Maybe the game certainly the game of the area in uh, in, in the game of the night in this area, Don with Chillis. Can't believe we're sending him to big games. Brooks Central at Marquette. Hey Don, give us an update.
5: Thanks, Mike. Much appreciated. 10.46 to go here, second quarter. Brook Central now leads 6 nothing. Rashad Lampkin punching it in from 10 yards. This was after Marquette held Brook Central. It was fourth down. The wind is really strong out here at Hart Park. The snap kind of held in the air, caused a little confusion. The punter takes off running, gets the first down, nailed out of bounds, tack on 15, and as I said, Rashad Lampkin, Punching it in from ten yards, Brook Central on top, six nothing, second quarter.
1: Did they miss the extra point?
5: They did miss the extra point. Yes.
1: Well, I'll tell you, Don. Wind is uh, going to be a factor in all these games. When you have a team like Brook Central likes to put the ball up in the air, it's uh, going to affect them more than most.
5: Yeah, it's going to be one of those things, the field position, because it's definitely coming out of the north. So I, you know, once we get to the fourth quarter, it's going to be you know the team headed towards the scoreboard here at Hard Park is going to have a slight advantage.
1: Hey, you're not up in the press box or anything, are you? No,
5: sir. I ain't got time for that. Out okay, here we're say- brave in the elements, you know.
1: <laughs> I think like Rob Vite and some of these guys are complaining it's too cold. They're going to be heading up in the press box. It's not windy nor cold here in the studio, in case you were wondering. Well-
5: I can imagine, and if it gets too windy and cold, I might end up across the street. You never know.
1: Okay. I, I'm sure. <laughs> what, what? That's right. What's across the street from Hart Park? Is there a museum? Wow. There's a museum over there or something, there right? There is a museum. A church? Yes. What church is I, over there? It's a
5: church, a museum. And it all specializes <laughs> in hops. So there we go. There
1: you go. That's Tom with <laughs> He knows all the taverns in each of the areas that he's going to. Really quickly, we got to get these two in, then we'll get to a break. Uh, Tyler Peters, Greendale at New Berlin West. Tyler, quickly give us an update.
5: Hey, Mike, five thirty-one left in the first half and Greendale pulling ahead over New Berlin West now thirteen to nothing after forcing New Berlin West to punt. Greendale is able to drive all the way to the nine from there. Paul Scholz ran in for a six, for his second touchdown run with Dallas with six thirty-four left in the first half, five twenty-two left and counting New Berlin still trying to drive. They have the ball on the Greendale forty-three yard line.
1: Hey, hey, Tyler, is your mom listening this week? Uh, she probably is, honestly. She what, probably listens in every night what, now. What's her first name? Tracy. Uh, Tracy? That's Tracy. awesome. Tracy, thanks for listening. Your son does a really nice job for us. Tyler, thank you. <laughs> well done. 13 nothing. Let's get to Jerry Boltman Catholic Memorial at Kettle Moraine. Jerry, give us an update. Uh, yes, Mike and Coach. At 922 the second quarter, Luke
5: Fox. Passed a 63 yard touchdown pass to Joel Stickma with the wind at his back. They kicked off to Kettle Marine. Kettle Marine just fumbled the ball now on their own 36 yards. So Captain Memorial has the ball on Kettle Marine 36, leading 7 0 with 9:07 in the second quarter. Mike. why it
2: makes a big difference who's got the wind at their back. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Big exactly. big time. Yep. We got to get uh, Greg in real quickly. Greg, give us an update. Pius and Pewaukee.
2: Hi,
4: 27 nothing. Oh. Hi, uh, Pewaukee over Pius. Um, it's just the beginning of the second quarter. Uh, Brady Solomon with a 12-yard touchdown pass. Hasn't been much passing in this game, guys.
1: Hey, Greg, how's the wind out there? You're not, you don't seem to be complaining like all my other guys.
4: Oh, it's, it's pretty brisk. Dude, my friend wore shorts, uh, who's helping me out. Wore shorts to tonight's game, and, uh, so we're we're having to warm up a little bit. You know, uh, I, at least I brought him a hooded sweatshirt. So, so,
1: you're, uh, you're a good friend, Greg. Thank you very much. Appreciate the update. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue to get you scores and updates from all the key high school football games in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Let's get right out to it. Line 1, Mike Bush. He's at the Indian Trail at Oak Creek game. Uh, Mike, give us an update. Uh, Same
7: score as last time, guys. We got 3 minutes and 11 seconds to go in the second period. Uh, Indian, I'm sorry, well, Indian Trail 0, my bad, Michael. And uh, Oak Creek Night 3. Interesting note here, Indian Trail kicker, Jake Laurent attempted a 48-yard field goal with this wind, as I earlier reported. Uh, I don't think anybody, well, the, the, the center, the guy hiking the ball, he's snapping the ball into the wind so that the kicker's back, well, it wasn't a good snap, and the 48-yard field goal attempt was blocked, ironically, by number 48 from Oak Creek, Brendan Weber. few possessions later on both teams, uh, not much going on here Uh everybody's running the ball now. They even tried passing when the wind was to their backs, and that was even difficult. Um, under two minutes to go now, Oak Creek Knights three, Indian Trails zero. Well,
2: That's a good point, Mike, that, that uh, especially so many of these teams use the uh, spread offense with a shotgun snap too, and, and this wind could raise some havoc with that shotgun snap as well as uh, you know, trying to pass against the wind.
7: Yeah, it's, it's more of a swirly win now. All of the punts, like I reported earlier, the first punt of the game actually went backwards. Now all the well, they're lining up for a punt right now. Now all the punts are going sideways and out of bounds. Um, it's too bad a game, you know, as important as this one may, and I use that word may, be determined by the wind. A uh, lot of game left still in the first half. Um, we'll see what happens.
1: 3 nothing. Oak Creek over Indian Trail. Mike Bush, thank you. Mike, as always, is brought to you by Ideal Logos and Awards. Go see our friend She's Smoking Hot Mary for all your awards, promotions, or embroidery work. Let's get to line two. Jerry Boltman. got an update. Catholic Memorial at Cattle Moraine. Jerry, give us an update. Uh, Yes, Mike and
5: Coach. We are now at seven minutes remaining in the second quarter, and the score now is Catholic Memorial 13, Cattle Moraine 0. When I talked to you last, Mike and Coach, Kettle Marine had just fumbled the ball. Captain Mario got it at, on Kettle Marine's 38. Mixture of passes and run plays, two-yard touchdown run, and that gave us a score of 10 uh, Captain Mario went for the two-point conversion, and it was, was no good. They failed on the two-point conversion. So we're at 13 seven minutes remaining in the second quarter. Uh, Kettle Marine in this quarter is going against the wind, so it's that much tougher.
1: You bet, uh, Jerry. Thank you very much. Let's get to line three. Tyler Peters. He's at the Greendale at New Berlin West game. Tyler, give us an update. Hey,
5: Mike. 120 left in the first half, and New Berlin West is finally on the board, but Greendale's still up. It's now 13-6. to six. After uh, the last touchdown by Greendale, New Berlin West was finally able to respond. Trace Ferreira was finally able to break through on a quarterback option for a 27-yard touchdown run. That finally got them on the scoreboard, though they did miss the extra point. 116 now left. Greendale has to fall, but they're facing a third and 16. See if they can either be able to get a touch touchdown. New Berlin West, obviously, is going to try to make a stop and try to hopefully tie the game before the half is over.
1: That's uh, Tyler Peters. He's Tracy's son. Let's get to line four if we can. Tony Rush, one of our favorite. He's at the Homestead-Nicolet game, and as always, he's brought to you by Raising the Stakes, Fundraising, and Leadership Development Hey Tony, I understand Homestead had a punt for like the first time this year.
6: Yeah, I think I reported that on my first call. And Mike, uh, they did punt. They were held to their first three and out of the season. But since then, uh, they've put four four touchdowns on the board. They're now up twenty nine uh, to nothing, and uh, just three out three and out at Nicolay again, and are about to re- receive another punt with eight minutes and twenty six seconds left. So far, tonight, so far tonight has been the Jared Schneider show. He has two touchdown runs of two yards and 12 yards and then a uh, 13-yard touchdown reception as well.
2: And Tony, who has the wind at their back now?
6: Uh, right now, Homestead's got the wind at their back. They just uh, they fell on the football on that punt on the 48-yard line, coach. Uh, so the, the passing, they've, they've passed the ball in both directions. Uh, you know Nicolet Stadium very well, Coach. Uh, there's, a, there's a little bit of wind here, but uh, the west side of the field definitely is, is holding back the wind a little bit. So where everybody else is reporting big wind, we're actually pretty pretty calm here tonight. So oh, it's not cool. really affecting uh, the kicking game or the passing game to this T- point.
1: Tony, how's that nose tackle for Homestead playing?
6: Uh, he is out for the game, Mike. He got hurt on the last series. Um He's fine. That's a precaution. They're just going to keep him out the rest of the night. He's got some ice on his left shoulder. Uh, he did almost pick off a pass. He read a middle screen, and the ball uh, kind of hit him off the running back in his hands. He dropped it. It would have been a, a beautiful pick six had he, had he caught the ball, though.
1: Tony, we just talked about that. Yeah. Man, that's something. Well, I hope he's okay. Yeah, he'll be fine. I appreciate you checking in, buddy. Well, you bet. 29 nothing Homestead over Nicolet. Let's get to line one if we can. Down with Shillis. Hey Don, are you at the Marquette, the Hard Park game, or are you across the street now? I'm at the game. So at a boy, Brook Central at Marquette Hard Park. What's going on?
5: Mike Bitchell kicks a 22-yard field goal for Marquette to get them on the board. Right now, 3:31 to go before half. It's six to three, Brook Central on top. But that field goal comes at the expense Marquette first and goal on the three and unable to punch it in. And so, as I said, settle for that 22-yard field goal.
1: Wow, 6-3. That is, uh, again, probably the big game in our area in, in a really good conference for high school football. 6-3, Brook Central at Marquette. Let's get to line two. John Moore, he is at the uh, Kenosha-Bradford-Franklin game. John, is brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores where Wisconsin saves on groceries. John, give us an update.
5: Well, Mike, after another Bradford punt, Franklin goes ninety yards, capped off by Ron Williams, second score of the evening. This one from eleven yards out. We have twenty four nothing Franklin, three minutes left in the half.
1: Wow. I I really thought Bradford would would give them more of a of a tussle. It's a long way to go in this game, but twenty four nothing. Franklin, coach, what what was your thought on that game?
2: Yeah. Franklin is awfully good. You yeah. know, in uh I do think that uh, Bradford's got a new coach, a good coach, and I think they're going to be an up-and-coming team. But I don't know right now if they have the horses to match up to Franklin.
1: Yep. I, I I agree. I boy, Bradford, I th- I just thought would come into Franklin and and uh, and and maybe it'd be fourteen nothing a half something like that. Hey, John, thanks a lot for the update. Twenty-four nothing, Franklin over Kenosha. Bradford, let's get to line three if we can. Jerry Vance, he's at the Living Word Lutheran at Saint Francis game. Jerry, give us an update.
8: I have uh, Living Word 27, St. Francis 7 with three fifty-eight in the second quarter. Uh, Living Word scored on a 20-yard TD pass from Sam Cook to Cade Minsky. That got us to 21-7. On the next possession for St. Francis on the first play, the ball was snapped over the quarterback's head. Then two plays later, uh, with a touchdown by his second one of the uh, night. Uh, uh Maurice is his last name. So that and the extra point was missed. So it's twenty-seven-seven with three fifty-two in the second.
2: Yeah, that that's a surprising score, but it does sound like that wind is really raising some havoc there.
1: No doubt. Oh, yeah,
8: yeah.
1: yeah. That, that's Jerry Vance's twenty-seven. 7, Living Word Lutheran um, over St. Francis. Jerry, is brought to you by Athletico Physical Therapy. You can call them today to schedule a free 30-minute injury assessment. They'll schedule you fast, sometimes the same day, but always within 24 to 48 hours. Go to athletico.com. Let's get to line 4 if we can. Alex Zola, Kenosha St. Joe's grad. He is at the uh, Shoreline Lutheran Kenosha St. Joe's game. Alex, give us an update.
3: Mac St. Joe's earning three points the hard way, 14-10, to 10, 335 left in the first half. St. Joe's put together a long drive only to fumble at the 10-yard line on a kind of controversial play because it looked like, at least on my vantage point, that his knee was down before he fumbled, and the, the coaching staff on St. Joe's argued the same thing. But Shoreland ball, so St. Joe's forces a 3 and out to get the ball back, and then from there put together a 7-play drive, ending with a field goal. So, four-point game, 14-10 Shoreland, 3-10 left in the first half.
1: Alex, good crowd for homecoming at St. Joe's? What's that? Is it a good crowd for homecoming for St. Joe's?
3: Yeah, it's a very good crowd. Just the only thing missing is the pep band. You know, you wish, you know, I remember back in the days when I was here, there would be always be a big pep band. I was a part of it. Uh, just sad not to see that here.
1: Yeah, you bet. Hey, uh, Thanks a lot, uh, Alex. It's 14-10 Shoreland Lutheran over St. Joe's. Let's get to uh, line one if we can. Rob Veit, Waukesha North, at Waukesha West. He is brought to you by Lynch McGuinigo. They are the premier Wisconsin Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram dealer. Go to LynchMcGuinigo dot com. Rob, give us an update.
5: Twenty-eight zero Waukesha West over Waukesha North. Senior night. Sam McCallum three touchdowns so far in the first half.
2: Wow! Boy, Since that first game, Waukesha West has just been on a tear.
1: Yeah, they've been uh, been on fire. Rob, thank you very much. Let's get to line two if we can. Mark Neeson, he's at the Muskego at Waukesha South game. Hey, Mark, give us an update.
5: 621 left quarter two is Muskego 35, Waukesha South nothing. The news out here is, all off your chairs. four short touchdown passes for Muskego, guys. Really? Yeah, they must be putting something on tape for that big Waukesha West game in a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Mark, thank you very much. Before we get to a break, Don with Chillis Calling back, Brook Central at Marquette. Don, give us an update.
5: Hey, guys. Rashad Lampkin this time. It'll be a 41-yard uh, touchdown reception for his second of the night. Right now, Brook Central on top, 13-3, to 3, 220 to go before half.
1: Well, I'll tell you, that's, uh, again, that's one of the b- big games in this area. Coach, and, and any time you get Jed Kennedy and Maz going at it, you know you're going to have a good game.
2: Yeah, these are two real fine football teams.
1: Yeah, you bet. Down with Chillis. thank you. It's 13-3, Burke Central over Marquette. Let's get you a break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
9: It's time now for your Wendy's Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. I'm Anthony Mandela. sherwood Mesmer still leads Greenfield. It's 7-0 there. Oak Creek, a 3-0 lead at home against Kenosha Indian Trail. Living Word Lutheran looking to remain undefeated. They're up 21-7 at St. Francis. Greendale leads 13-6 at New Berlin West. Catholic Memorial on top 13-0 at Kettle Moraine. Shoreland Lutheran also on the road, but they're up 14-10 against Kenosha St. Joe's. Pewaukee taking it to Pius. It's 27-0. Pirates lead. Homestead shutting out Nicolet, 29-zip. Wisconsin Lutheran ahead, 14-6 over Milwaukee Lutheran. Franklin also working a shutout tonight, 24-0. They lead Kenosha Bradford, while Waukesha West leads Waukesha North, 28-0. Biggest blowout of the night coming in Waukesha as well, where Muskego, visiting Muskego, Leads the Waukesha South Blackshirts 35 to nothing. We're not even at halftime there. And out at Hart Park, Brookfield Central, they're visiting, but have a 13 to three lead on the Marquette Hilltoppers. This scoreboard update is brought to you by Wendy's. Listen tomorrow to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show from 10 a.m. to noon. John Bunyan, the head coach for the Port Washington Pirates and his senior players. That's tomorrow at 10 a.m. And this has been your Wendy's Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. I'm Anthony Mandela, Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
1: Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School football scoreboard show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores. Let's get right to it. Mike Bush, he's at the Indian Trail at Oak Creek game. Mike, give us an update.
7: Uh, Tied up here, at halftime, Oak Creek 3, Indian Trail 3. Indian Trail Trail backed up way deep in their own territory. Uh, Quarterback Alex Jarvis scampered for close to 60 yards on that ride and hide stuff. Um, I noticed tonight before I got here, Alex Jarvis, the quarterback, is also the leading rusher on the team. So that kind of explains that 60-yard scamper. And then here we go again, quarterback Jake Lorenz from 40 yards out. This time, the snap was good, so so was the kick. And Michael, Ron, that thing went on the track, probably another 20 yards beyond the goal post. So that 40-yard field goal was a piece of cake right before halftime. So 3-3 at halftime, I'm not sure if it's good defense or if it's offense is not being able to get anything going. Um, Got a whole second half to go. We'll see what happens,
1: I guess. Hey, Mike, this is the exact opposite of that uh, that Wisconsin-Lutheran-Oconomow game you covered. <laughs> <laughs>
7: That basketball game you had me go to absolutely What,
1: what was the final on that one? Do you remember?
7: Uh, eighty to seventy eight, wasn't it? Or something, something, like, that. something like that. And, yeah, yeah, a couple of years ago. Um yeah. <laughs> I love doing this too. You know that guys and uh it, it's an honor and a thrill. And um, it's a good football game. It's a good football game, no doubt.
2: You do
1: a great job, mate. No doubt. Mikey, thank you so much. Let's get the line two down has
5: pulled the Hilltoppers within three. We've got about thirty-two seconds to go here before half. Brookfield Central, though, still on top, thirteen to ten.
1: I'm sure that. Uh, are you standing? What sideline are you on?
5: I'm on the uh, Brook Central side.
1: Sure, Jed Kennedy just hugged the, that defensive back that got beat and Said no worries. You
5: know, it, well, yeah, definitely. It, you know, it's a very calm, very calm, serene sideline yeah. as you can imagine on the, on the Brook Central side. But it it, it almost I, I, I don't know if it was a blown coverage, a blown scheme, but Novotny was just left wide open in the seam, and it was just a real simple uh, pitch-and-catch type play.
1: Hey, Don, thank you very much. Hey, the, the, uh, the college football show you're doing, how's that yeah. going?
5: It's going good. We had a good show last night. Talked to uh, one of the uh, sports editors down in Iowa about the upcoming Badger-Hawkeye game, and so, uh, yeah, it, it was good. Last night was good therapy after uh, last week's Badger loss.
1: Hey Don, in the first uh, to start the show, I was telling people that last night I was at, uh, you know, Thursday Night Lights were out at Sussex Hamilton, and their basketball program was doing like a barbecue fundraiser, and uh, Greg Gard showed up.
5: That 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 has to be a very nice plus for the program.
1: Yeah, you know what they, and the fact that he drove all the way from Madison to get a barbecue sandwich. I said that's a long way to come, Coach. You know, I
5: hope. I hope the styrofoam was good. I mean, you got to keep it warm for the drive back, right?
1: I'm sure it had nothing to do with that Sussex Hamilton has the number one ranked sophomore in the country playing basketball there.
5: No, absolutely absolutely nothing, Mike. It was all about the barbecue.
1: It's all about the barbecue, Don. (laughs) Thank you so much. Let's get to line three. John Moore is at the Kenosha Bradford Franklin game. Hey, John, give us an update. Well, Mike
5: Bradford takes advantage of an interception by Franklin. They go 30 yards on about five or six plays, capped off by a one-yard touchdown plunge by freshman Jalen Hanford. We have 24-7 at the half, as you can hear the fireworks going off.
1: That's awesome. That's uh, good stuff. Fireworks at high school football games, man. You can't beat that, guys. We're going to get to a break. On the other side of the break, we'll continue to get you the most curtained and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio
0: 105.7 FM, The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island